0: Let's get uh, to some phone calls. Let's go to Georgia. Richard, welcome to the program.
1: Hey, Kevin, I got two questions for you. Uh, One is on uh, getting you on authority. The other one's a quick question on tires. Uh, I just bought uh, eight M710s uh, to replace the uh, standard 22R tires I have. Um, My wife went and picked them up the other day, and I got home uh, to put them on, and I noticed that Three of them had some markings on the on the lug side of all the way around, like a ring all the way around it, and they looked newer than the other tires. And I got to looking at the date. The three tires they were uh, July, June twenty uh, fourth of twenty fourteen, but the uh, all the other tires was uh, January the fifth of two thousand and twelve. Does that make any difference on those tires?
0: Uh if, if I were buying those tires for my operation, um, I wouldn't accept the 2012 tires. And the reason is we don't put enough miles on our tires to wear them out in, say, five years. And five years is kind of my limit on a tire. I, I really don't want a tire older than that. That's when we start having problems with them. Uh, but in your case, uh, 2012, you put it on now. Um, that tires, even if we use a five-year, it's good till 2017. And, and, you know, if we go a year or two, little past might not be any big deal. So my guess is you're going to wear these out long before the age is going to matter anyway.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, the, uh, question on the, um, uh, getting you on authority, um, I'm a, uh, not a company driver. I'm a lease operator to a company. And um I'm thinking about getting my own authority but I'm I'm wondering if there's uh like uh something that you use to determine whether or not if uh the getting your own authority is right for you or when it's the right time or what is the procedure on, on doing it. Um I, I, I just don't know if if I really need to do that or not.
0: Yeah, this is a this is a good question, and I, I actually have, uh, you know, I have some ideas in my head for books that I'm going to write. I've got to get busy and get my fuel mileage book finished, uh, but then I have more that I'm going to write. One of them is on this topic, because this is a good question, and there's not an easy answer to this. There are a lot yeah. of things to, to determine um, whether or not you're ready. Now, I will say that the environment, I'm getting ready, I'm putting together a show where I'm probably going to do the first, maybe even an entire hour of a show on this topic. And why I think right now, uh, or now and, and in the future, the near future that I can see, is a very good time to think about getting your own authority. And I don't, you don't need to be as prepared as you did a couple years ago. A couple of years ago, you know, I was saying, you better do a lot of hard work before you make this move. Several uh, things have changed. There's more resources available to help you. Freight rates are fantastic. There's lots of freight running around. Uh, and, and there are some other reasons that I'm going to talk about when I do the show. So the environment is good. That doesn't mean everybody should jump out and get their own authority. It does mean that we can kind of lower the threshold a little bit of what's necessary in order to have a good shot at succeeding. So I, I'm going to get to a break. When I come back, I'm going I'm to expand on that idea uh, and give you some things to work on. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're on the Road Dogg Sirius XM 146. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. It's Kevin on XM. And check us out on Facebook, look for Let's Truck, that's our company page, or I also use my personal page a lot. That's Kevin Rutherford. I'm going to get right back to the phones. Before the break, I was talking with Richard in Georgia. Richard, you still with me? Yes, sir. All right, so here's one of the ways I would approach this. I would sit down first off and make a list of all the things you're going to have to do to run the business that you don't currently have to do. So the, okay. let, let's let get that on paper. Don't try to list it in your head. Don't try to just think of what it all. Get it on paper so you can see it. And that means things like um, you probably don't file your own fuel tax now. You're going to have to do that. Um, you don't have yeah. to go look for freight right now you're going to have to go do that. So you're going to have to learn about load boards and you know dealing with brokers and, and all the paperwork that's involved in that. Um, you're going to have to do billing and you're going to have to understand credit because you're, every time you pull a load, you're probably going to be extending credit to somebody. A broker might forward you some fuel money, but they're going to owe you money and you've got to have a system for keeping track of what people owe you billing them and following up on invoicing and then having a system to deal with when somebody doesn't pay you. Those are all brand new things. You're going to have to, you know, uh, you've got to, uh, filing the authority and all that stuff, which is what everybody gets all worked up about, that's the easy part. We can just pay somebody to go do that and, and we're done. It's after the fact, you know, the billing, the invoicing, the credit, the collections, the fuel tax, the uh, you're going to have to go through a new carrier audit in your first year FMCSA. So you got to make sure, you know, you're in a drug testing consortium and you've got a way to take care of of logs, you know, for an audit and maintenance records and all those other things that the FMCSA needs. Now, I'm not trying to scare you away. These are all, you know, it's not. It, it they're not that difficult to do but it's time consuming and we have to set up systems and have all that in place so that's the first thing i'd right. do list all that stuff look at it and go do i want to deal with this
1: now is, it, is there a um is is there a like a list where i can go online and find out exactly what what you just uh le- uh, uh set off and, and whatever else more, that I can get that list and, and know what I'm going to have to do as far as for, uh, for preparation for uh, to getting the drug program set up, getting my, now, um, all there, my filings and all that.
0: There, There isn't that I have found yet. I mean, the information is around, but it's kind of scattered all over the place, and if you don't know to look for something, then you won't know to look for something. So that's right, why I say right. I, I really want to write a book. Uh, And then we could turn it into a website and there would be a place to go. Um, The companies that can help you get your authority, that's probably your best resource. You know, interview a couple companies that can help you get your authority. uh, Tell them you're thinking Uh about it. You're not quite ready yet. And can they help you, you know, with all the things and they may have something they can send you another great resource. Um, I believe is um, NASTIC, the North. Nastic Okay. Yeah, National Association of Small Trucking Companies, NASTC, Uh, Uh and they have their fuel card is one of the best in the business for independents. Great fuel card program. Now. They've kind of got a kind of they have a rule. I'm just going to say it's a rule. Some people are uncomfortable with it. Some people don't like it. If you don't have a lot of experience with your own authority and you don't have, I think, three or more trucks or it may have even been five or more. I forget what the number was um, in order to to get in their program and get their fuel card. And they have all kinds of other benefits as well. They're a great resource as far as drug consortiums, FMCSA, all that stuff. But they require uh, people with new authority and only one truck to go through a one-day class. I I think that's a wonderful thing because it is the class that gets you up to speed on all the things you need when you become a carrier. The reason some people don't like it is because they say it's nothing but a big sales pitch for all the things Nastic can sell you, which it is. But there's nothing wrong with that. They're saying, look, we'll tell you everything you need, and we went out and either found it for you or we created it ourselves so you can buy it right from us. But nobody says you have to. Get the information from them. It's a good one-day class. It will teach you a lot of stuff. So what? They're trying to sell you stuff. That doesn't kill you. And many of the things they're trying to sell you, you need, and they have good programs. But you're always free to say, okay, here's their drug consortium. Let me go do a little research. Maybe I can find something better or less expensive. And if not, maybe I'll just take theirs. So I have heard that complaint many, many times. People say, well, it was supposed to be a one-day class. It's just a big sales pitch. It's not. There's a lot of good information in there. So that's what I would recommend. Um, Start calling around, put together a list of all the things you're going to need to do and the cost while you're at it, and then decide, is this something I want to take on or not? If you still want to take it on after all that, call me back and I'll give you another step to go do.